Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 86 Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am godly. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to you I cry all the day. Gladden the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer. Listen to my plea for grace. In the day of my trouble I call upon you, for you answer me. There is none like you among the gods, O Lord, for none are like, nor are there any works like yours. All the nations you have, sh- you have made shall come and worship before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. For you are great and do wondrous things. You alone are God. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. I give thanks to you, O Lord, my God, with my whole heart, and I will glorify your name forever. For great is your steadfast love toward me. You have delivered my soul from the depths of Sheol. O God, insolent men have risen up against me. A band of ruthless men seeks my life, and do not set you before them. But you, O Lord, are God of merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Turn to me and be gracious to me. Give your strength to your servant and save the son of your maidservant. Show me a sign of your favor, that those who hate me may see and be put to shame because of you, O Lord. Because you, O Lord, have helped me and comforted me. Genesis chapter 16, verses 1 through 14. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had borne him no children. She had a female Egyptian servant whose name was Hagar. And Sarai said to Abram, Behold now, the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. Go in to my servant. It may be that I shall obtain children by her. And Abram listened to the voice of Sarai. So after Abram had lived ten years in the land of Canaan, Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar the Egyptian, her servant, and gave her to Abram, her husband, as a wife. And he went into Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, she looked with contempt on her mistress. And Sarai said to Abram, May the wrong done to me be on you. I gave my servant to your embrace, and when she saw that she had conceived, she looked on me with contempt. May the Lord judge between you and me. But Abram said to Sarai, Behold, your servant is in your power. Do to her as you please. Then Sarai dealt harshly with her, and she fled from her. The angel of the Lord found her by a spring of water in the wilderness, the spring on the way to Shur. And he said, Hagar, servant of Sarai, where have you come from, and where are you going? She said, I'm fleeing from my mistress Sarai. The angel of the Lord said to her, Return to your mistress and submit to her. The angel of the Lord said to her, I will surely multiply your offspring so that they cannot be numbered for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said to her, Behold, you are pregnant and shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord has listened to your affliction. He shall be a wild donkey of a man, his hand against everyone, and everyone's hand against him and he shall dwell over against all his kinsmen. 
and so she called on the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are a God of seeing, for she said, Truly here I have been seen, I have seen him who looks after me. Therefore the well was called Bir Lahai Roy. It lies between Kadesh and Bered. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, verses 15 through 17. Now they were bringing even infants to him that he might touch them. And when the disciples saw it, they rebuked him. But Jesus called to them, saying, Let the children come to me, and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. Good morning and welcome to the second Wednesday after Epiphany. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Albany, Oregon. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 86, Genesis 16, and Luke 18. And I must apologize for my extended absence. The, um, you heard from uh, Tim Tribble yesterday. Um, and uh, as you may know, if you're following the news, there's been a big ice storm. And being in the Pacific Northwest, uh, it, I'm in the middle of it. Uh you might see a bunch of stuff around Portland and Seattle, but um, we just had the second day of school canceled after a three-day weekend. So it's been, what is it, a five-day weekend? And I'm kind of an introvert, and I have two very incredible but also very active children, and I recharge uh, when I'm by myself, and so I'm just kind of, my my batteries, my energy level is real low. But I also want to take this moment um, to share some of the things that are coming up for First Formation. Um, if you haven't subscribed to First Forward, I hope you do. Um, and that is because I'm going to be, I'm going to try to dedicate the next, you know, three years to reflecting on the Sunday readings. And Tim, uh, who is entering the novitiate for the Hospitality of St. Martin and uh, undergoing uh uh, certification to become a lay preacher in the Episcopal Church, he'll be picking up some more of the days. So we won't, I don't think we'll have as many dailies, um, but the Sundays I'm hoping to do a better job of. Um, if you haven't heard from me this past several days because of the weather and um, me trying to find a rhythm and a place that works. You might even be able to hear uh, my kids playing around downstairs. Um, and so I'm, we're, I'm trying to find systems that work for recording consistently and hopefully regardless of you know how my my mood or my spirit is at the time um but to the readings this morning um the the genesis reading uh stands out to me because the you are you are pregnant and shall bear a son and shall call his name ishmael is a line that sounds familiar because it's what hannah i believe was told about samuel it's about. Uh, it's similar to what Samson's mother was told. Uh, Samson's mother, I believe, remains unnamed. Um, and then, of course, the angel Gabriel announces to Mary that she will bear a son and shall name him Yehoshua or Joshua. Um, so this line of of God or God's angel bringing to the attention of a of a previously barren woman goes through all these cycles, except here with Hagar, she's not barren. She's just outside 
the center of the story. Um, she's Sarai's uh, servant, not you know child or something else. And um, it's also a, a place that reminds us that family and uh, community are sometimes permeable. Um, Ishmael is, you know, every, you know, every for all intents and purposes is one of Abraham's children, right? In fact, Ishmael is the firstborn of Abram. Um, and so we mustn't forget that whatever kind of other meanings, interpretations we put on top of it, including that um, Arabs are descended from Ishmael and the, um, the language about it'll be a wild donkey of a man, his hand against everyone, everyone's hand against him, and trying to paint that onto our own modern context and the conflicts that have been going on since, certainly through the 1900s and through till now. Um, that's fine, but we also must not forget that they are still a part of the Abrahamic family, right? This isn't some, this isn't an other that we deal with. This is an us. Um, and in the gospel reading, you know, uh, I'm, I'm kind of surprised at the choice because it focuses on children instead of being a child of Abraham. Um, and that may be because Abram's name has not been changed yet. He hasn't made his covenant with God. Um, but, you know, it's it's an important reminder that family is important, but it's also not always how we depict like the nuclear family. Ishmael is Isaac's, uh, no, yeah, Isaac's um, half-brother by Abraham, or Ab- uh, by Abram. Um, and so... Uh, not it's not just that children as children are important but and and ourselves as children but recognizing that at, if we are children our family is probably wider and larger and deeper than we often imagine um <laughs> i could you know i could you know bring into that kind of interpretation like all the 23 and me and the fertility doctors that are like not acting as they should, and you find out that you have all these half-siblings because some whack-job doctor like um, has helped in his fertility clinic in ways that are immoral and, and unethical. Anyway, family um, is something that we don't get to choose, and we often find our family is larger than we think, and I think that could potentially remind us, if we let it, uh, that uh, our our preconceived notions, our biases um, for and against um, are not always what we think. And so if we want to talk about how family is important, uh, God may remind us that our families are, are larger and broader than we often think, both through blood, but also through marriage. Um, and, you know, just as a kind of a training room plug, the I'll put it in the show notes, the um, the Holy Family was made up of military dependents. You know, jo- Joseph doesn't appear in any way until like Matthew and Luke's gospel. Mark doesn't write about Jesus having a father. In fact, it's aren't you the uh, the son of Mary when he's in Nazareth? Um, Saul or Paul doesn't mention Mary by name, but that he does have a mother, or of course he has a mother, um, but mentions no father whatsoever. Um, and so even the Holy Family is not exactly what we think. Joseph may have been kind of 
a late addition. Um, and if that's the case, you know, it reinforces that, that Yahweh is Joshua or Jesus's father. And if Yahweh is a warrior, according to Exodus 15.3, that makes Mary a military spouse and Jesus a military brat. Um, and so don't, don't think we know who our family is because God might break those boundaries open outside our own preconceived notions about the nuclear family or, or immediate family, quote unquote, with the scare quotes. So let's consider using family in a more inclusive, broad perspective, as opposed to an exclusionary, narrow kind of uh, concept that puts people out. Family is meant to put people in and keep people in and give them a place to belong. And that precisely is what the church is meant to be and to do. A prayer for the whole human family, adapted from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, you made us in your image and redeemed us through Jesus, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth. That in your good time, all cultures and genders may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast by clicking the link in the show notes. Or, if you serve military families, subscribe to First Forward, a paid subscription feed providing commentary on Sunday lectionary texts a week in advance. Use it for sermon prep or just because you support the troops. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instruction will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with PewPewHQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in an episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off of air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I haven't convinced you to fall in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.